Hello and welcome to Dear Franny, the podcast of uncommon conversations about love. I'm your host, Francesca Hoagie. Hi, thank you so much for tuning in. I am very grateful that you are taking the time out of your very busy life. I don't take it for granted that you are here, so thank you for being here. And um, I'm also excited to talk to you about this week's topic, which is how to meet people IRL in real life, right? So in this modern world that we live in, especially during a pandemic, it's very easy to feel like online dating is the only way to date. And while it is so important, it's such an important tool and resource. And next week is about your dating profile. So we're going to get into that too. But for this week and for this episode, I want to talk about meeting people IRL, the old fashioned way in real life. And I'm very, very, very big believer that when you are manifesting love, when you are ready to call in that true love relationship, it's really important that you open yourself up to however that comes, right? Like it might come online, it might come you know, by a setup, it might come by somebody that you stood next to in line at the store. It can come anyway. And I really want you to open yourself up to that. I don't want anyone to be solely dependent on online dating to get dates. It's just closing yourself off to a whole world of potential. And it also is a symptom of a, of a general lack of openness that is also something that can become its own love block. So there is some vulnerability and there's some presence that is required to go into the world in a way where you are available to meet people in real life. So one way that I encourage you to think about this, so think of what happens, and especially if you live in a city, those of you who live in big cities, you you definitely know what I'm talking about here. When you are, when you see somebody and you do not want to have contact with that person, right? Maybe they just seem, you know, a little shady or potentially unsafe or like they're, you know, maybe going to harass you or ask you for something or what have you. And you just kind of put up that energetic wall of just stay away from me, right? especially where my New Yorkers at, you definitely can relate to this. (laughs) We do this very well, those of us who are from New York. Um, And so that energetic wall, and that's that's a more extreme example when there's somebody who you actively like, nope, I want to close myself off to this person, right? It's a good way to start to see the opportunity to be more open, right? Because what are the ways in which we have those energetic walls up that we're just walking around and we're not even noticing. So if you are somebody who's listening to this and you say, oh, I never meet people in real life. I never get approached. It's never happened to me, all of that. And then I promise you, I promise you that you absolutely can meet people in real life, 100%, but it is going to require you having a mindset shift And you showing up in the world with more openness and more vulnerability and more presence than you're currently doing. I did this for myself. I used to be that person. Nobody ever approaches me. I had a whole story about it for years and years and years. And then when I finally started to say, hmm, well, it seems that there are other people who get approached and other people who meet people to date as they're living their lives. And those people don't seem to be that much more 
attractive and amazing than I am. They just seem to be regular people. So, and I had one friend in particular who I used as my real like role model. Cause I was like, how does she do it? It's like, no matter where she went, she would meet a man. And I was like, how do you do this? How do you do this? And then I started actually paying attention. How do you, how does she do this? And I was like, oh, wait, she shows up with a whole different energy when she walks into a room, right? When she walks down the street, she has a whole level of openness that I don't have. And so for those of you who missed the flirting week, which was a couple of weeks ago, I encourage you to go back and listen to the flirting, how to flirt confidently episode, because having that foundation of knowing how to be open to those types of connections is really important if you want to meet people in real life. And also want to, in case you missed it, make sure that you know that I do have a on-demand flirting workshop called Ready, Set, Swoon. And if you go to spreadtruelove.com, you can you know scroll and see the option to purchase that there. You can also go to the link in my Instagram bio, again, spreadtruelove.com. Anyways, Ready, Set, Swoon is all about giving you those real strong flirting skills. But even without that, just for you to start to understand that there is a mindset shift. This starts in your mind. This is not about your attractiveness. This is not about your personality or whatever it is that you think excludes you from being somebody who can meet people in real life. I promise you, if you bring a different energy, you will definitely get a different result. I want you to embrace this mantra, which is every time I leave my house, I have the potential to meet someone special. That is my personal mantra that I embraced when I was really shifting my beliefs around this and really starting to believe and understand that I had this power to meet someone in real life. And it changed my life. And once I started to shift and I started to be more open and I started to feel more empowered, then I started meeting men all over the place. And the point is not that you're going to meet Prince Charming, not that he exists, on every street corner, but, and I did meet my boyfriend on a street corner and he is pretty charming and he is pretty wonderful. But the point is not that you're going to do that every single day, but if you're being intentional about how you show up in the world, it should be happening on occasion with some regularity that you are making these connections. Because once you start showing up with that presence and that intention, we all want to connect. Like as humans, we want to connect. We want to feel connected. We want to feel seen. We want to feel special. We want to feel acknowledged. And if you have the intention of going in the world with that on your heart and showing up with that energy, I promise you, people can feel that. It's not even like they are going to necessarily, you know, consciously say, wow, that person seems really open and kind, and I'm really feeling drawn in. It's just like, oh, hey, I'm just going to talk to that person, right? Or they're just attracted to you. And we're not processing all the reasons why we're attracted to somebody. We're just feeling those feelings. We are energetic beings. So that is the number one thing. I mean, honestly, I could just like end the episode right now because just making that shift is so very powerful. And pay attention to the ways in which you naturally close yourself off. So If for instance, this is the question I always ask people. So I'm going to ask you right now, if you were to go to the supermarket or to a restaurant or to a doctor's appointment, maybe doctor's appointment is not a great example, given that there's a pandemic and everyone's wearing masks and all that. But if you were to go out into the world tomorrow and you were to see somebody who you found interesting, attractive, intriguing, what would you do? And if the answer is, 
I would do nothing or I would run away because by the way, that used to be my answer. I would run away. I would look away. I would do all of these things that were totally contrary to what I wanted because what I wanted was to connect with that person. But my fear had me running in the other direction because that felt too scary, right? And so starting to pay attention to when are the times where you are actually automatically closing yourself off to those connections because I promise you, you're doing it. And again, it's not about like every single day you should be meeting. Not even every day are you going to meet somebody to date, but occasionally this should be happening for you and it will happen for you when you show up with that intention. And by the way, it doesn't mean in terms of having a connection with somebody, you can do that every single day. But I mean, in terms of meeting somebody who you really want to date and they want to date you, they're available and all of that. That's not going to happen every single day, but it should start to happen to you with more regularity and definitely seeing the ability to connect with people very quickly. That's something that you can start to see every day if you start to practice showing up in the world this way. And also it's just the world would be a better place. So I want to encourage you to embrace that mantra and to really you know, show up with that presence and that intention as you're moving throughout your life. And by the way, another thing I hear people say, oh, well, you know, if I see somebody, you know, it's going to depend on what I'm wearing and it's going to depend on what if I don't know if they're single. Don't worry about any of that. I don't care what you look like. I don't care if you just came from the gym. I think it's great if you just came from the gym and you're all sweaty. I think that's awesome. Okay. That is real. (laughs) That is who you are. You want to meet people who see you sweaty from the gym and are like, yes, I want to date that person. I rather do that. (laughs) I rather somebody meet me like that. And then they get to see me all cleaned up for the date versus see me all dolled up and think that that's how I'm going to look all the time because that's not (laughs) not how I roll, right? So I want you to start to, again, pay attention to what are the excuses that come up in your mind, right? What are these barriers to connection? Because making eye contact with somebody, smiling at someone, saying good morning, saying have a nice day, saying nice hat, saying cool shoes, it costs you nothing. And even if it's just that moment that you exchange that pleasantry and you keep it moving and you never see each other again, that still has value. So I really want you to see the value of that, embrace the value of that, because the more you're able to get into that mindset and into that rhythm and into that flow, I promise you, you're going to meet people to date as you live your life. That is a guarantee. There's the mindset. There's that basic flirting skill. And then there's also pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, right? So you might physically need to go into different neighborhoods. You might need to, you know, start to go into different social circles where you are being exposed to new people. You might need to start saying yes to that invite that normally you'd say no to because you're like, I'm not going to know anyone there. If you're not going to know anyone there, that's a great reason to go, right? If you have somebody who's reached out to you and they're like, hey, let's get coffee. It's been a while. Just, I mean, assuming this person is somebody that you like, go see that person. You never know. They could be your college roommate. And now, you know, you have a conversation with them and they tell you about some new museum and you're like, oh, I want to go to that museum. And you go to that museum and you can meet your person there. I mean, so I really want you to like embrace the serendipity of connection for the sake of connection. And also on these lines, I also want to encourage you to ask people for setups, ask people to set you up on dates. Now don't say, 
oh God, like, do you know anyone? I'm so frustrated with dating. Like, don't you know anyone? That energy of like, you're frustrated and you're just, you want somebody to kind of present you with a match to kind of take away all your worries. That's a lot of pressure to put on someone. And typically speaking, when you ask people for setups in that way, they're going to say, I don't know anyone. Are they going to say, no, sorry, because they're just shutting down because they feel the energy of that expectation and they don't want to take that on. And I say this as someone who used to be a professional matchmaker, even as a matchmaker, I would be just networking with people, my friends, my network, and just, I'm not even asking for myself. I would just say like, Hey, you know, do you know any single guys? Cause I worked with women who date men, you know, it's not to exclude anyone. That is just the dynamic of my clients as a matchmaker. And I would always be looking for single men just to have in my database. And so I would network and be like, Hey, do you know anyone who's single? And so often knee jerk answers. Nope. Nope. I don't know anyone or everyone I know is single is terrible. Like, nope, nope. And I'm like, okay, stop. Let's take a moment. Yes, you do. Everybody knows somebody who's single. The problem is that they are putting all of these filters on to even like think about the question. So when you're asking for setups, it's important to ask in a way that they don't feel pressured and they're able to like take a step back and look at it a little bit more expansively. So what I mean is, so saying, and this is a good exercise for you as well in terms of being vulnerable and in terms of taking away any potential like embarrassment or shame or whatever you might have about being single or, you know, wanting a setup or whatever, you know, there's so much story. I don't have to tell you, right? This is a good exercise for you in vulnerability, regardless of the outcome. Okay. So you can start to say to people, especially people who are not your closest friends, right? Because your closest friends, chances are you probably know most of the people they know, even though there's a very notable example of someone who did this and actually wound up meeting her husband through one of her closest friends because her friend had just hadn't thought of this guy as, a, as an option before her friend did this. Saying very transparently, hey, I'm ready to meet someone you know, I'm burnt out of online dating, or I don't want to only do online dating. I'm just open to doing things differently. And I'm pushing myself to go on one date a month with somebody who I'm getting set up with, right? Or I'm meeting offline. And so if you know somebody who, you know, he doesn't have to be, or they don't have to be the love of my life, but you know, somebody who you think I could go on just go and have a cup of coffee or a drink and it'd be a nice conversation. And I could just, you know, push myself out of my comfort zone. Do you know anybody who would fit that bill? So you're just, you're not asking them to introduce you to the love of your life because that's a lot of pressure, right? You're just saying like, who can I go out? Do you know anyone who's available, who you think I could go out with and have, you know, a nice conversation with for an hour and really let them know that this is about you pushing yourself to be more open, right? Because then it's like, okay, well, hey, if you want to be open, I do know this really great person. And, you know, I don't know if they're your type, but they're really smart and they're really interesting. I do think that you actually would have a nice conversation. That's what I want you to start to be open to. And the example I gave, there's this woman in New York and she wrote about this, which is why I know the story. And she was burnt out of online dating. You don't have to do this, but if you want to, maybe you'll take inspiration. She actually sent an email to everyone in her contact list and said, hey, this is my goal. I want to go on one date per month. If you know anybody, you know, he doesn't have to be Mr. Right. He just has to be Mr. November, right? And it was very, very low bar. 
And one of her closest friends said, well, if you just want to go on a date just for the sake of going on a date, there's this guy in my office and I'm pretty sure he's single. I'll ask him. She wound up introducing her friend to this guy and they fell in love and they got married. And this was one of her closest friends. And she had not considered this guy until her friend was asked for a setup in this way that was very low pressure. So I want to encourage you to do that as well, because again, it serves the benefit of you being more vulnerable. And for those of you who are more avoidant, right, and who don't date, people who don't date also tend to not speak about dating and not want other people in your life to know that you care about dating or that you think about dating. This is you growing and expanding your capacity to receive love. It's just even in you starting to articulate that desire. I really want to encourage you to do that. And then there's one other little gem, <clears throat> excuse me, of a tip I have for meeting people IRL. So as I mentioned, and some of you probably know that I used to be a professional matchmaker before I started coaching exclusively. And most matchmakers are always in search of new potential matches for their clients. And most matchmakers have free databases where if you are a single person in their area, they will put you in their database. They're not going out and finding matches for you, but if they have a client who they think you'd be a good match for, you'd be in the database, right? I do encourage you to look and you know see your local matchmakers if they have free databases. Most matchmakers will have free databases. There are some who, you know, they kind of more build themselves as like very high end and millionaire and they might have a fee to be in the database. I wouldn't encourage you to pay. I don't think it's something that you should pay for. But most matchmakers, reputable matchmakers will have some free database options. So I would encourage you to do that. For those of you who are in New York, I do have a recommendation of the Modern Love Club, my matchmaking BFF, Amy Van Doren. That is her agency. And her Rolodex is famous. She has the most amazing people, you know, in her database. Also want to recommend DC Matchmaking, my friend Michelle Jacoby, and she also has a database. And there's so many other matchmakers who do this as well. So I don't mean to exclude anyone. Those are just two that come off the top of my head. I would just encourage you to do a search for local matchmakers in your area and get in their database. And you never know, you might get set up with one of their clients and hey, you never know. So that's not a way to get like, you know, a date a week or even a date a month necessarily, because it may not actually ever result in a date. They may not think that you're a good match for any of their clients, which is just, you know, for whatever reason. I just want to manage expectations, right? So if you do it and you're like, I haven't gotten any matches, am I doing like, you know, it's like, no, that's just how it goes, right? Matchmakers only work with a handful of clients at a time and all of that. So don't worry about it. But that is another option. Again, the number one way to meet people IRL is really to start to expect and to know that that is a possibility every single time that you leave your house. You know, asking for setups, going new places, engaging in new activities, expanding your existing social circle. Every single person that you know and will ever meet knows people that you don't, and you never know who those people might be. Really, again, just want to encourage you to have this the tool to meet people IRL in your pocket, in your arsenal, and continue to do online dating especially actually if you don't like online dating, then this all the more reason to take my advice. Because if you're meeting enough people offline that you don't have to do online dating, then great, right? But I always, 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 if you had to choose between online and offline dating, I'm always gonna choose 
offline dating, I want you to have that skill, but really side by side, they're really, really, really powerful. Again, I want to encourage you to visit spreadtruelove.com. And there's lots of things there. In addition to the flirting workshop, I have a free audio course about online dating, how to crush online dating instead of letting it crush you. You can take my dating archetype quiz there. You can join me on Clubhouse. There's lots of links. So if you visit spreadtruelove.com, you will see them all. And I also want to encourage you, if you have not already, to subscribe to the podcast, to rate the podcast five stars. And if you were so moved to review the podcast or to share it with a friend or on social, I would be so very, very grateful. I am at Dear Franny on Instagram and Clubhouse. Please find me in those places. Also at Dear Franny Podcast on Instagram. And And I thank you. I appreciate you. And don't take it for granted that you have spent some of your time with me here today. I hope that you have a beautiful day, night, wherever you are. Thank you for listening. And until next time, goodbye.